Welcome to High Gluttony. I'm Gretchen. And I'm Becca. And we're two curious ladies who like to cook, smoke, learn, and enjoy a meal with friends. We invite you to join us every 10 days or so here at the High Gluttony Homestead and listen to us make a mess and have a lot of fun. (laughs) So step inside, gluttonyers. Everybody. Hi, Gretchen. <laughs> Hi, Becca. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited. It's December. We're making some super fun treats for our furry companions. This is so exciting. And I can't wait. I barely had moose a year, so I've never made pet treats at all. But this is something you've been wanting to do for a little while, right? I've made my own pet treats in the sense of I've dehydrated vegetables and given them to the rabbits, but I've (laughs) never made a full-on rabbit cookie. And one of the problems with having a hay-based diet is you have a lot of little bits of hay that end up at the end of the bag, but the rabbits don't seem to love to eat the smaller pieces. And so I've just kind of thought, oh, why am I wasting all of this hay to just end up in the garden without being, you know, run through the rabbit first. So I wanted to come up with a way to make my rabbits eat it. And so we're going to see if I can do that. (laughs) So yeah, we're going to try it. That's our fun, super cool. If you want to make it for your pets, or if you want to make it for a friend who has pets, this is our holiday for yourself or potential gift, casual, we're just relaxing kind of episode today. Uh, yeah, we're trying because we're trying. Know, life is chaos. Yeah. So what are you smoking to help set our mood today? I am on my Royal Ringo, two CBD to one THC percentage joints from High Rise, one of my very, very favorites, because I am taking it a bit sober this afternoon and, and just enjoying as my beverage accompaniment. A, a nice ginger beer from a brand I have not tried before called Betty Buzz. And I like it. It's really good. It is definitely made with real ginger. It has that real ginger funk. So feel it in your throat. Yeah. <laughs> also buzz. We love we love anything that's like a name buzz. Like how, yeah. Super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> what are you enjoying? I have had the pleasure of smoking on some Frida Baby J's from our friends over at Sites High. This was a gift that was so nice and thoughtful. I I buy their sleep aid pills a lot and the balm. And this time they threw in these really beautiful little Baby J's that I love so much the size. And they're so cute and they're so relaxing. So yeah, just trying to take it easy. I'm not doing a sober <laughs> drink though. So I'm doing a ginger beer. Also, I found a blood orange ginger beer from Fever Tree, which was very fun and sent Gretchen into a search to try to find it on her own. But I am drinking that with some Buffalo Trace. I could also take some of the blood orange concentrate I have in the freezer and mix it into my ginger beer. And I could make myself a blood orange ginger beer. And since I had just literally thought of this, I might do that in a minute. But um... yeah, of course you have blood orange in the freezer ready to be mixed in (laughs) yeah my various fruit purees in the freezer have reached a strange and 
probably concerning level, but it does it does get leave room for variety in my life though. There you go. <laughs> we love variety. Variety. <laughs> so like we said, this is going to be pretty casual. We are going to just chat a little bit with each other. We haven't done this in a while. Just like, uh, tell me what you're thinking about. We did want to narrow it down specifically a little bit to pets. I have a pumpkin puree rant that I would like to get to at some point also, but I'm not ready to jump into the negative side of my mood right away. (laughs) And we'll wait until we introduce them to the the product list that we're we're using today. And and then you can go on your your pumpkin rant. Thank you. I got to get this out. So yeah, not there yet. I know that basically I kind of forced you into this one because it was my idea. What do you like about the idea of making your own treats for moose? That's a good question. I have never thought about it before. I have a friend who makes their dog food from scratch. Oh. And <laughs> I know. I have a few people I know who've done that too, which I get for sure. And we do spoil Moose a little bit. He has dehydrated food instead of kibble. Mm. But I don't want to make it myself because most of it, he needs protein. He needs meat. Oh, and God. I don't want to... You don't want to cook meat. meat. No, (laughs) no. We'll talk about the recipe, but this one in particular only had eggs as the protein. That felt a much more manageable approach for me. Again, he's a little spoiled. He gets a lot of treats. It would be much more affordable for me to be making those treats with a can of pumpkin puree and eggs instead of $15 on a bag of treats for this little teeny little 15 pound dog that rules my life now you never even mentioned making it for cats you for the kittens you have you just immediately were like just bunnies only maybe if ginger was still around I'd be more inclined to try it but the thing is is that EJ doesn't really eat treats she's not really and she's not a human food eating cat so this is really just my cats being my cats is what it comes down to. I know them. I don't think they're going to go for a homemade treat. They like, I've tried feeding them the liver from various things and they just not into it. Not trying anymore. No, thanks. Well, real quick. Can you tell us you have how many cats and how many bunnies and what are their names again? I only have one moose, a puppy, Mm -hmm. a dog, and you have five. I will have, by the time this recording comes out, there will be a sixth animal here again. That's so right. lucky number six, number six. Yeah. Good headquarters. <laughs> so I have two cats that I've had for the last few years. And since two that since I, since we left that place that we don't talk about. Gretchen literally rescued these cats from under this old historical house. She was like under the foundation <laughs> in the middle of the night. Trying to save these cats because she didn't think anyone else would take care of them. It, it felt wasn't like the, the middle of the night. night. And yes, I literally crawled all the way under the building. And the really annoying thing is she had moved them. They were, had been in one cl- place, but after I went and found them, had gone under there twice to check on them, she moved them into a further away place under the house. I had to trap her first and then crawl under the house to get the kittens. <laughs> and so her is EJ, the mom. And then there were four kittens yeah yes four four. okay and you kept one we kept one and that's Kenzie Kenzie. who is our very very talkative third Mm co-host 
my parents are bringing their cat, Cassie, to come live with me because they're getting to the point where they are retired. They're not wanting to have to deal with taking care of a cat because they like to travel. They come here for part of the year and my bro- they go visit my brother for extended periods of time. So it's just better because I don't like to leave home. So they're, and when I do leave home, they're usually here. So it works out for them. They get, they get to keep tabs on Cassie and I get my fluffy kitty that I want. So that's, so we'll have to see about Cassie, but Cassie has a pretty specialty diet. So I don't think I'm making food for her either. Uh, <laughs> okay. The, so the, yeah, go ahead. The, the rabbits are much more feasible. And I think if I do it right, the rabbit cookies could also be horse cookies. So, and there are three rabbits. And then I have three rabbits. So and then Gretchen, in addition to all of the animal management she does at home, she also helps take care of two horses mm-hmm. at a winery property. So Gretchen, if you thought she was busy before just from the cooking and cooking experiments that she does, you have no idea how much animal management. That's my new name for what you're yes. is. Animal management Gretchen does. <laughs> and friends' I, pets too. Yes. You can't get enough of taking care of and Animal. and then random strays that live around yes. said friend's house that I have groomed to because she got all she was a long haired kitty got all matted I've like brushed out all her fur she's benefiting <laughs> from the copious amounts of random food I bought that tried to feed Ginger when she was dying and so she's benefited a lot from that stash of food in the last few months the dogs at work right. so Absolutely. I mean I don't don't do so much of the dog management, but I do a lot of dog socializing. So yes. yes. And then you have three bunnies. And I have three bunnies. So yes. So one, which literally got dropped at your door. Yes. That would be Aria. <laughs> literally <laughs> dropped into the yard, left with a little bit of water out there while I was at work. And thankfully nothing happened to her and she didn't escape before I got home. That was, she definitely was popping through the fences, like not a problem. So she could have definitely not been here, but she stayed. And, and Pod, (laughs) who I adopted from the local shelter, and then Luce, who was rescued by my hairdresser, found his mom and siblings in her yard. And he was the last one that was available for adoption. And I got him because everybody else was adopted and I said I'll take him (laughs) I love him (laughs) I love it it's a tiny bunny I love it (laughs) let's get back to my reasoning for wanting to make treats is that bunnies digestive systems are very special because they exist on a very low calorie food hay is the main part of their diet it's extremely low calorie they're like cows so they have to digest it more than once. They have the special droppings that they poo out and eat when when they're it's actually coming out of them. They're called like cesiotropes or something like that. Have we ever talked about that before? I mean, it's possible, but clearly it wasn't top of mind it, for you. It didn't <laughs> stick. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Cows do that too? 
No, cows have like the multiple like stomach thing where they like oh. they'll swallow it and then it gets put through one stomach and then it comes back up and they chew it some more and then they put it goes back down and they chew it some more. I think they have like three or four stomachs. It's kind of an interesting. They're called ruminants. It's a little. It's a different thing, but just similar because they exist on hay. It, whereas horses are similar to rabbits, but like they don't have to eat their poo, but rabbits do. They're just so much smaller, I guess, that it <laughs> can't digest it all on the way through. And horses Not are bigger. But most commercially available treats of any kind that are like a, an edible treat, because they do like things like sticks and stuff to chew on. That's sort of a treat for them. All have flour or grain-based things in them, and that's not great for rabbit digestive systems. I have never really even seen a treat out there that doesn't have some sort of grain-based flour in it. And I'm making up my own treats today because even all the recipes I found online were using like oat flour. So I'm trying to go sans any grain product in there. We'll see how it goes. Okay, that's. So interesting. I just learned so much when I talked to you. <laughs> yeah, it makes total sense why you'd want to make your own. Not only because you have those bits and pieces of hay that you want to use up, but also to your point, you can't really find anything that you think is actually the best for right. your bunnies. These little bunnies get the best. They do. I get farmer's market veggies. They get leftover Gretchen food sometimes. Do they? Mostly just the veggie variety. And it, it can't be really cooked or have any kind of fat on it because it's not, that's also not good for their systems. They can't process like any of anything other than any natural fat that exists, maybe greenery. And that's pretty lean. But yeah, so they just can't have a lot of fat. Well, we have our motivations and a little more history about Gretchen's pet journey. In two weeks, we'll have had moose for a year. Well, that's exciting. I know. I can't believe it's been that long, short. I don't know. It's been a 10 years and a day. That's how everything feels. (laughs) 10 years in a year. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This little puppy. I'm excited. I hope he likes these treats. Should we get into the ingredients then? Might as well. Okay. (laughs) The moose recipe comes from all recipes. Dot com, which is a people site. So this is yeah. interesting. <laughs> it's a recipe site. I mean, uh, it's a recipe site. Yeah. There are two and a half cups of whole wheat flour, two large eggs, a half a cup of canned pumpkin, two tablespoons peanut butter, one half teaspoon salt, one half teaspoon ground cinnamon, and a teaspoon of water or more if necessary as needed. Yes. And for our bunny treats today, I used a combination of leftover hay and used some pellets. Per the recipes I found online, we're using a lot of ground up pellets. And then I'm taking the cue from the canned pumpkin because pumpkin's really good for bunnies. It's got a, a nice amount of fiber. So anytime I've got a bunny with gastrointestinal issues, I'm always like trying to get them to eat pumpkin. <laughs> so... Mm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I also, this is an aside, I'm sorry, but I also heard that pumpkin is good for dogs who are eating their poo when they're not supposed mm. to. So interesting. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, sorry. So pumpkin. Pumpkin. Good for everyone. Then we've got 
I'm going to do, I actually ended up doing two grated carrots and two grated apples to go into that mix. And so, yeah, I'm just making this up as I go. So we'll see how much I pumpkin I'm going to use. I'm going to add it in eighth cup intervals so, to see how much I actually need to do what I'm hoping it'll do. And of course, this is all a bit like, I hope this is going to do anything I want it to do. I'm just kind of making this up. So let's see what that Yeah. Happens. About how much hay is it cup-wise? So I think I ended up with about four cups worth of, and I did end up sieving it because the hay was, had such long pieces and I was kind of thinking about cutting them out. There's no way I can cut it out if it's got long, long pieces, but I did end up like sieving it. So now there's like a little bit of extra texture in there, but it's mostly like a powdery kind of substance. So, and I ended up with three to four cups of that, but I didn't actually measure it because I didn't feel like getting a measuring cup dirty. <laughs> That's totally fair. Yeah. And you're there. This is your recipe. So right. it is <laughs> yeah. what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So it sounds super nutritious for everybody. Yeah. For our little buds. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yours had a few more preliminary steps then also. Yes, because I I used a food processor to grind up, actually try and grind up the hay, which I did find was very difficult and the the grinder didn't like doing it. So I that's another reason why I had to sieve was that it it wasn't really chopping up the hay like I thought it was going to. So it's pretty much going to have to just be like the dusty powder at the end, not bigger pieces. And um, yeah, I think I might have stressed my my grinder out a little last night trying to grind that hay. So, Oops. Whoopsies. <laughs> and then I did use the food processor also to grate the carrot and apple just to make my life easier because you can do it on a box grater, but I I was tired. Totally. So you've done a few things. I haven't had to do anything other than get, assemble my ingredients. And then what are we going to do from here? Mine is basically put everything in a bowl and mix it together. I'm assuming yours is kind of the same. You're making dog cookies, not people cookies. You don't have to worry about texture. You don't have to worry about leavening. You don't have to worry basically making a peanut butter flour brick, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. It does say to roll it out and then shape it and yeah, cut it into shapes. And then we both bake. Yep. So yes. we'll do a time travel and then report back on how they've both turned out for us. Yes. And if, if, if the animals are enjoying them, because it also yeah. could be a bit of a rub if we get to the end of this and they're like, fuck no, I don't want to eat that shit. <laughs> yeah. And you'll be like, great. I just spent two hours on this. Thank you. Yeah. Thank thanks. You. This is fun. Yeah. And then what world level for both of these? My mind's slightly more complicated because it's kind of a choose your own adventure thing. But <laughs> from what I can tell, it's basically a world level one. This is not going to tax your food skills. You don't have to worry about mishandling, especially the dog cookies. It's very low risk. Low risk, easy. Hopefully high reward. Yeah. <laughs> not for us, but for somebody else. <laughs> for the baby, for the little guys. Yeah. And so what's your oven supposed to be set at? I'm doing a fairly low oven because I don't want mine to bake per se, but more like dehydrate. So I'm doing a convection bake at 200 degrees to really move my air around, but not apply a ton of heat to it. Okay. 
and mine is going to bake at 350 for about 40 minutes. How long will you do yours for? Do you have an estimation now? I'm assuming it's going to take it at least an hour, but it is kind of just going to have to be a, a wait and see. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It okay. might be four hours. We never can tell. Like. Totally. Should I do my pumpkin right now? And oh, get it yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. Get let's 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 have Becca rant about pumpkin. And this is only people related, but send your animals yeah. from the room if they're listening. But. Yeah. I don't want them to get stressed out with my anger, which uh, it's been a couple of hours since this happened. And I thought I wasn't going to be able to summon the same rage, but no, it's right there. Still <laughs> right at the surface. I'm so mad about this. I could not find pumpkin puree for the fucking life of me. I literally spent at least 15 minutes walking up and down these aisles, going through the vegetable section, going through the fruit section, walking up and down every single aisle I could imagine where pumpkin puree would be. And I couldn't find it. The only thing I could find was sweetened yams. I didn't want sweetened yams. I finally found it in the baking section. And I text Gretchen and I say, why the fuck is the pumpkin puree in the baking section? And she says, because dot, 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 pies, LOL. Ah, I know, but oh my God, we, uh, pumpkin puree can only be used in pies is the assumption of all grocery stores. I don't understand. I don't understand. And I came home and I said the same thing to James. Why the fuck is the pumpkin puree in the baking aisle? And he said, because pies. I don't, why, what, (laughs) what is happening? Because pies. Becca, that's the full extent of the explanation you are going to get from the rest of us. Okay. Are are you done ranting? Could I have a little? I mean, I have more. I was mad about the entire organization of grocery stores. I was like, keep going about why don't we have more technology within grocery stores so that when you come inside, there's like a digital map of where you can go because who always knows that pumpkin is in the baking section. It is such a weird assumption to me. I get it that that's the primary use of it. But there's also a primary use of a lot of things, and they don't live in those sections. Like, why? Why? I don't understand. And I, so I, yes, I was very mad. I'm still mad. And then Gretchen texted me that she had to find the pumpkin in the fruit section of the Whole Foods she was in. It's chaos. The pumpkin puree status is chaos. <laughs> I will, cl- I will clarify that it is in the canned fruit section. Yes, can't. Right. It's not fresh produce. You're right. Not in fresh produce. If anyone can explain to me why pumpkin only. I'm not going to go buy a can of blueberries for anything else really other than a pie. I could find another use for it. I'm going to have a half a can of pumpkin puree left that I have to figure out some use for. That's not in a pie. Mm. I'm still mad. (laughs) You are. Obviously, I'm so mad. You are mad. Why am I so mad about this? It's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. I just, ooh, I have feelings. Yes, you do. Let's work those (laughs) out over making some cookies. Some blending up ingredients. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it. (laughs) While you were ranting, I uh, managed to go get that blood orange and put it in my my ginger beer, and it's quite good. Oh, perfect. (laughs) In the kitchen, ready to combine. Yep. I'm ready. I've already mixed my all my dry stuff together. So I've got okay. my I'm going for it. Are you're just using your hands? 
I am using my hands, yes. Yeah, same. Oh, yeah. More pumpkin. All right, so we are up to three-eighths of a cup. Okay. So now I'm up to a half a cup. Okay. Half hit the cup. Same place, same place you are. <laughs> Might be making rabbit treats for days. I'm realizing how much volume. That is. <laughs> yeah. I've got it. Yeah, not even close. I need at least another quarter of a cup. Okay, so you're at three-fourths? Mm-hmm. Here I was thinking I wasn't going to be using that much of uh, this can, but I would have so much left, and what was I going to do with all of that? Good thing you have it. Yeah. (laughs) Might end up using the whole can before I can get this to stick together properly. Right? I've dumped mine out on my surface. Oh, great. So yours is going quickly. (laughs) Nice to have an established recipe. (laughs) Yeah, really? (laughs) No kidding. One perk. Yeah, and so for mine, I can add water if I need to, but it's already sticky, even though it says it's supposed to be dry and stiff. Mine's kind of sticky. Well, I'm wondering if I don't want to put too much more pumpkin in here and if maybe I need to go with water. Yeah. I think that that is what I'm going to do. So I'm going to grab a half a cup cup of water. I'm starting with a quarter of a cup. Okay. Yours is super dry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I added at least four cups of hay in here. <laughs> so, right. But really, all I'm looking for is to have a little bit of co- like cohesion just until it bakes. Uh-huh. Like it could, can be kind of crumbly once after it's baked, but it's still a little too crumbly to even hold together. So, okay. Going with another half a cup. I don't think I can roll this out. It's so sticky. I think I will just stick. You have more flour the... though, right? Yeah, I'll get some more flour out. I mean, did it say to use flour to roll it out or no? No, but it said it should be dry and stiff. Oh, then, yeah, you probably need more flour. Yeah, because this sticks to me as soon as I poke it. I'm going to start with a tablespoon. And you didn't put any water in yours, right? No. Yeah, the longer pieces of hay that are in here are making things really difficult for me. Kind oh, of I bet. Where I was assuming it would be as far as texture goes, but uh, I really but wish still. I sieved it better it will just have to be if i'm going to do this in the future i have to sieve all the hay and then whatever little pieces are left i can just use this mulch for the garden so oh yeah there you go so many uses that's what i ended up doing last night was putting like mulching my flower pots with the pieces that i decided i wasn't going to use in the cookies (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm going to try to roll a little bit if you hear some sounds okay This this is where my not wanting to use any kind of grain is going to be the problem. Okay, I'm all rolled out. I'm going to start cutting some pieces out. Nice. You're like, I don't have any cookie cutters. And I'm like, how many cookie cutters does a person need? <laughs> I have a lot. <laughs> I use my cocktail shaker lid for my cutter outer. Clever. Well, thank you. Yeah, these are some rough looking cookies. Although they're pretty much at where I thought, where I estimated they would be. Like consistency or texture? Yeah. Yeah, because of the hay. Yeah. I mean, hay is going to complicate things. Most people do not have to work with hay. (laughs) Yeah. And I see why all of the recipes were like, grind up some of the pellets. Like, okay, this, this, this makes a lot of sense now. Would that help bind it then? It, It would definitely, yeah, not using any hay pieces 
and using just the already ground pellets would definitely make the make it more consistent. So just uh -huh. like easy, yeah, make it's gonna make it easier. I see. Oh, pumpkin. So caught up on it. Because pies. Oh my god. Like that is not a logical argument. What are you talking about? But it also does make sense. Oh my god, I hate it. Did James literally say, like, because pies? Or was he literally his... said, because <laughs> pies. And I was like, oh, you and Gretchen. You and Gretchen. <laughs> I know. You like, fucking betrayed, assholes. Betrayed by both of you. Okay, this is resulting in a lot more than I thought. I might have to do two well, maybe. rounds. Yeah. I'm not sure how far apart they need to be. They're not going to well, expand much, right? No, they really shouldn't yeah. expand very much at all. So yeah, they could probably be fairly close together. And even if they like grow, you know, kind of bleed Pushing. into each other. Yeah, like you should be able to separate them fairly easily. Okay. I, I would think. Okay. These probably are going to end up having to be both rabbit and horse cookies. I'm just like squishing this mixture together at this point. <laughs> Okay, this is so many treats. He better like this. I know, right? I guess the good news is with mine, like, no problem. Just put them into my, like, my personal compost bin because they'll yeah. compost fairly. Oh, my God. Still stamping cookies. Especially since you've got a little guy. Like, you could also, like, oh change my gosh, the size right? of the treats because, like, if you have a bigger dog and you just want to give the dog true. one big cookie. That's true. That could be fun. Yeah. He did just turn one. He's a big boy now. He's a grown up. Now I keep trying to figure out, I think Luce, I was trying to figure out when Luce would be full grown. Uh-huh. And he's probably getting close if he isn't already full grown. Uh-huh. I guess most rabbits, unless they're a giant variety, top out at about 10 months. Okay. So, and he should be seven or eight months old at least. Uh-huh. Trying to fit these on this baking sheet. <laughs> Numbers, math, logistics, so much happening. That's kind of an interesting aroma my cookies do. Yeah. It smells Perfect. like hay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've got two sheets of cookies going in the uh, going on right now. Okay. Are they going in? Yep. Okay, mine are going in too then. Oh my god, my oven's not on. Oh! <laughs> Turn my oven on. <laughs> They can be in there, right? While it's turning on, while it's heating up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. fine. I'm tired. That was, like, easy, but took forever, it felt like. This is new for us. This is something Gretchen's been wanting to do for a little while. So, yeah, we will report back in the future. Ooh, the future. <laughs> we are in the future. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going. <laughs> All right, Gretchen, dying to know, how did your bunny treats turn out? They weren't a total failure, but they were <laughs> definitely not a success. <laughs> Bummer. What happened? They totally fell apart. What I thought was going to be my issue for not using the flour, like any kind of oat or grain flour, was exactly my issue is this just crumbled like they did not stay together in the least 
I pitched out what I hadn't actually formed into cookies yet. And then I did a tray of just like, I pressed it into a tray. I was like, maybe this will make like one big treat and I can break it apart. And no, it still just, no. It didn't bake all the way through. Like it didn't dry all the way through. So it was like wet. And it, I left them in the oven overnight to dry thinking that would help. And it was yeah. still damp. So I was like, I don't, I don't really want to take the chance that these went off. So I just chucked those, but the stuff that was in like cookie form, I put into bags and the bunnies like the flavor, but they, uh, yeah, not a cohesive cookie to be found really. <laughs> so. Bummer, bummer, bummer. That would yeah. have been so nice. So easily have a recipe ready to go to use up all that hay and odds bits and pieces and stuff of what you have, but oh, well. that, you'll try it. Of course you'll try again. I'll try more. Yeah. I was, I was trying to think if maybe I used like pectin or something like that, that could like gel more than like be a grain, but I don't know. I'll, I'd have to do more research and I'm out of hay ends now. So it'll be a little while before I have stuff to do. That makes sense. You got to wait till your inventory restocks. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you froze it before, if that would help at all. I, I think it's a binding issue because it's just Still. like, yeah, I, you know, yes, it would help. But I, I also was wondering if I needed to like put it through because I think the way they make some of those things is they ex put it through an expeller. So it's like pressed more like squished together. Squished. Yeah. Really yeah. squished. So it's like, I may not, I just may not have the right, equipment to do this with you know or I'd have to like press them for under like a weight or something who knows but yeah that's good attempt yes yeah. uh, not not a not a success so yeah well okay next time next time next time and at least it tasted good yeah they love the flavor they're like yes more of this, please give me more. I'm like, I have no concept of how much of this I'm feeding you. So I'm going to give you a couple little flakes of it at a time. And that's it. So that is a good point. I'm like, I'm not sure how many of these treats we made for Moose that I should be giving him, even though there is a shelf life. So I got to use them up. <laughs> yeah, it's been funny. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good point. Wonder how long they'll last. They still but smell fine. Yeah, well, I'm sure they're great now. Like, I, I think it's going to take a few days, at, le at least a few days, probably at least a week or two. I would think you'd be able to hang on to yours with no issues. How, how did yours come out then? They were perfect. Moose is obsessed with them. He, like... <laughs> loves them so so much I have I had gotten in this really really bad habit with him of giving him these two like peanut butter stick treats every day like one in the morning and one at like the end of the day and they're not like that bad for him but they're expensive they're not like super expensive but like to a day like Jesus Christ Rebecca and so now <laughs> he has been preferring these treats instead of the peanut butter sticks and he used to like growl at me if I did not give him his <laughs> peanut butter stick when he wanted it I sent you a video of him like being tired like yelling yeah, at us yeah that's like what he would do so now I'm like okay I guess I have to forever make these some treat like this and then that's so much cheaper than buying 
anything for him. Yeah, I bet. Well, and yeah, yeah, and you know exactly what's in it. And it's wasn't hard. Like, no. And I figure I could play around with some of the like, like instead of the pumpkin, almost like a baby food kind of thing, like anything that he can eat could be like a pumpkin puree sub. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm super excited about it. And also James was super excited about it because he ate one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. James ate one. He was like, what are these? And I was like, they're for moose. And he's like, well, they look really good. I was like, I guess technically there's nothing in it that you can't eat. And so he just popped the whole thing in his mouth. (laughs) And yeah, brave reviews from people and dogs. This is great. Not just pet food. <laughs> There's nothing in it that's dangerous or bad for humans. I mean, I might get a little more dubious when you're like mixing meat stuff in there. <laughs> sure. But yeah, eggs, flour, pumpkin, a little sugar. I think it was, there was cinnamon, which I'd been kind of worried about, but I think he loves that. So oh, good. Yeah. I'm super excited. I think it was such a fun thing to try and I'm so glad you suggested it and I'm so glad we did it because it's like changed Moose's life <laughs> it may be James's <laughs> I, I mean that that is why I was really wanting to do that is because like I'm just like I don't know what's in my pet's treats like and when I read the ingredients list I'm like I don't think they should be eating half of this stuff so I really was hoping for something different but yeah I'll have to keep we'll working find on my it. we'll yeah. find it for the bunnies we'll get it yeah maybe just a higher proportion of it like apple or something in there to bind it together I was thinking that even if I could get like my hands on some quince because it has such oh. high pectin if you ground yeah. up that and added it in that might help bind it together too so I have, I have some ideas. I don't know if I'll get around to doing them, but I have some ideas. <laughs> sure. And if anyone else wants to try any of Gretchen's ideas, let us know. Yeah. So that she doesn't have to. <laughs> and then I don't have to. That'd be great. <laughs> I have too much shit to do. <laughs> well, a win all around. And we will post our recipes and attempts on highgluttony.com and our advice notes on maybe what not to do again in some cases and (laughs) (laughs) what didn't work yeah but awesome awesome this is so fun I had such a good time doing this one I got I got some strange looks when I told people that we were doing this for the podcast it's like it's cooking like it's it's great it's great we're doing things for our furry friends (laughs) and confirmed human food too exactly situation yeah Yeah. (laughs) see not just for pets anymore Mm -mm. we're changing the game for everything (laughs) but yeah that's why it's why high gluttony is a lifestyle (laughs) it's a lifestyle (laughs) like and subscribe follow us tell five or ten friends about the podcast and we're so excited you're on this journey with us everybody and off we go, I guess. Off we go. Yeah. And <laughs> hello real quick to our new listeners in new locations. We're seeing people in Colombia, in the Dominican Republic. We're seeing people in India. We're seeing yeah. people in, I think, Japan. It is so exciting. It's so exciting. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Why are you listening to us? <laughs> 
but also thank you for no. listening to us. Keep listening. We, hope, yeah. we want you to listen because we we really like it. It's great. We so. really like it. Yeah. All right, and now off we go. And now off we go. Pop 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 p